This is First News on News Radio 1290 WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Here's Bob Joseph. Reporting live from the WNBF News Center in downtown Binghamton at 66 at 6.04. The forecast, patchy fog for another couple of hours in much of the twin tiers. Otherwise, today will be mostly sunny. There will be some showers and thunderstorms around the region late today in the afternoon and in the evening. Today's high, 90. Tomorrow likely will be a very rainy And the National Weather Service says an eastward-moving storm system will interact with moisture from the remnants of Elsa. Rain and showers and thunderstorms could become heavy tomorrow afternoon and tomorrow night, with localized flooding possible. Governor Cuomo says he's ready to fight what he calls a new epidemic of gun violence in New York State. Cuomo has issued an executive order declaring gun violence a disaster emergency. The governor said the move is part of a strategy that treats the problem as a public health crisis. Cuomo said more efforts will be taken to get illegal guns off streets in New York State. A new state police gun interdiction unit is being created to try to address the flow of weapons that are pouring in from other states. The governor said an Office of Gun Violence Prevention will track reported shootings across New York State to identify hot spots where action needs to be taken. New York can try to sue gun manufacturers over harm caused by their products under legislation just signed by the governor. That law comes at a time when New York City in particular has been dealing with a big increase in shootings. WNBF News Time 606. A stabbing, multiple stabbing, ultimately resulted in the death of a Binghamton woman, and city police are still looking for the suspects. Officers were sent to an apartment complex at Saratoga Terrace on the south side at about 1.45 Saturday morning. When police got there, they found 27-year-old Takesia Mitchell had been stabbed repeatedly. She was taken to a hospital where she later died as a result of her injuries. The man who attacked Mitchell is still at large. Detectives want to bring him into custody quickly, The suspect and the woman were known to each other, and the investigators say the stabbing was not a random attack, although investigators know the identity of the suspect. His name has not been made public at this point. WNBF News Time, 607. A change at the top of the fire department in Binghamton. Mayor David appointing Alan Gardner to serve as the acting fire chief. This after Daniel Agleston retired. Agleston's last official day on the job was Monday. He retired after working for the Binghamton Fire Department for 37 years. Gardner has been the city fire marshal for the past five years. He joined the department in 1997 after studying fire science and paramedic science at SUNY Broome Community College. Agleston last month sent an email to members of the fire department saying he was preparing to retire. Mayor David thanked Eggleston for his many years of service and leadership, which, in his words, have helped establish the Binghamton Fire Department as one of the best in New York State. 
Workers have moved into a new headquarters building for National Pipe and Plastics in West Endicott. The office complex was constructed on North Page Avenue, just east of the company's PVC Pipe Factory on Mills Avenue. National Pipe shifted production from Vestal to the West Endicott site seven years ago. The company also has a factory in North Carolina. The new headquarters facility was built on property National Pipe purchased from Broome County for $100,000 in 2018. An abandoned Endicott Johnson shoe factory on the site across from West Endicott Park was demolished. Construction of the office building was slowed by the COVID-19 pandemic for much of last year. National Pipe's corporate offices had been located at Vestal and Commerce Roads. In Vestal, it's Vestal Road and uh, Commerce Road, and they've been trying to sell the property. Where news breaks first, this is News Radio 1290, WNBF, WNBF WNBF.com, WNBF News Time 609. The Don Giovanni Show. Hello, friends. I'm back, back where it all started over 30 years ago. That's right. We're right here at News Radio 1290 WNBF. Tell your friends about it every Saturday night from 6 to 9 with Frank Sinatra. Old Blue Eyes is back with me, Old Brown Eyes, and Sundays from noon to 3. That's right. An Italian house party get together right here where it all started. Don Giovanni Show on WNBF. Don Giovanni. Welcome to First News Binghamton. Now, Doug Mosier with sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. All right, well, we'll start with baseball last night. Yankees hammering the Mariners. How bad? 12 to 1. Everybody was knocking them out of the par while Giancarlo Stanton led things off with a, a three run homer to start things off with. Yankees win. Baltimore, Texas, White Sox, Houston Angels, all winners over the National League. Mets got rained out. We kind of did, too. We got rained out here. Pittsburgh, Miami, Philadelphia, Arizona, St. Louis, and San Diego, all winners. Binghamton Rumble Ponies kicking off their six-game home series with a win last night. 3-2 over the New Hampshire Fisher Cats, snapping their three-game losing streak. And uh, they'll try again tonight, game two. Essential Workers Week, saluting uh, police, I believe, tonight. Chris Paul, 32 points, 9 assists. Devin Booker, 27 points. Phoenix Suns beat the returning Giannis Antetokounmpo and his Milwaukee Bucks, 118-105 to 105 in Game 1 of the NBA Finals. Paul scoring 16 points during a sensational third quarter that had Phoenix fans who waited 28 years to see the NBA Finals again, screaming in delight. Yes. Coach Monty Hall talking about it. Like that, you you just want to space the floor well, let him orchestrate. <clears throat> I thought he was making the right plays. They were switching a ton. And, um, you know, we have to offer that space, play faster if he gets off of the ball, but he was making shots. Yeah, definitely. That's Chris Paul does. You know, a guy who really was overlooked for MVP this year, and I think a lot of people underestimated Chris Paul at his age and what he could do. And he has been amazing, leading the Suns to a possible championship uh, and a chance to uh, do something for the fans, too. ESPN has replaced Rachel Nichols as its sideline reporter for the NBA Finals following a report 
uh, detailing critical comments she made about black colleague Maria Taylor. The network said that Malika Andrews would handle that role for the series between the Phoenix Suns and Milwaukee Bucks. Nichols had been sideline reporter for its top national games this season and for last year's NBA Finals. But the switch was made after the New York Times reported Sunday of her comments last year when she learned Taylor would lead the network's studio show instead of her during the league's restart at Walt Disney World. Tonight is uh, Game 5 of the NHL Stanley Cup Finals in Tampa. Looks like the hurricane will pass through uh, and or the tropical storm. Montreal trying to stay alive. Tampa Bay up three games to one in that series. Looks like they'll probably end up winning that. WNBF First News Time 613. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBS. Apache fog this morning throughout the area. Otherwise, road conditions are looking pretty good. No accidents to report right now. Your WNBF Twin Tiers forecast mostly sunny today, but we could see some showers and thunderstorms rolling in this afternoon. A hot day, highs near 90, heat indexes into the mid 90s. Tonight, clouds, showers likely, maybe a thunderstorm overnight, mid-60s, and then we'll do it again tomorrow with showers, thunderstorms, maybe heavy rain in there, too, and a high only near 80. 100% precipitation. That means it's going to rain. 67 degrees right now. WNBF First News Binghamton, Bob Joseph in for Kathy White this morning. Of course, Bob will be back in the, uh, the chair here behind the mic a little after 9 this morning for WNBF's Binghamton Now. The Dan Bongino Show follows Bob from noon to 3. We've got Sean Hannity in there and Mark Levin and uh, John Batchelor, Red Eye Radio. It's vacation time, so a lot of people are switching things around a little bit. I know uh, Red Eye Radio has Mark in for them overnight. He always does a good job. Get to check him out a little bit in the morning. Anyway, that's our lineup for today, and uh, we're going to check the WNBF date book. That is Bob Joseph, weekday mornings, 9 till noon, for Binghamton Now. Interesting guests around the community, along with your comments and opinions on News Radio 1290. It's Doug's Date Book on News Radio 1290, WNBS. July 7th, going all the way back to 1949, the police drama Dragnet, starring Jack Webb, and of course, later on. Harry Morgan in there, too, premiered on NBC Radio. It's our duty to inform you of your constitutional rights. You have the right to remain silent. To remain silent. You have the right to remain silent. Any statement you make can and will be used against you in a court of law. You have the right to the presence of an attorney. If you desire an attorney and cannot afford one, an attorney will be appointed for you without charge before any questioning. You understand that? Yeah, we understand it. All right, in 1954, the crew cuts. Actually, two versions of Shaboom were on the top ten. The original by the Chords and this one here by the Crew Cuts, which actually was higher, went to number five. So there, take that. Uh, Also on this date, in 1968, the Yardbirds broke up. Guitarist Jimmy Page formed the new Yardbirds, which became Led Zeppelin after uh, Jeff Beck said, that group's going to go down like a Led Zeppelin. And he wasn't kidding. Keith Richards of the Rolling Stones charged with possession of an offensive weapon in 1975 on this day and reckless driving in Arkansas. I wonder what reckless driving in Arkansas looks like. Hundreds of teenage girls stormed the jail where he was being held. And in 1978, Morris the Cat of the Nine Lives cat food commercials was rescued by trainer Bob Martwick from the pound just a few minutes before he was to be put to sleep. I guess he really had 
nine lives. The Montreux Pop Festival in Switzerland presented its first country show. Barbara Mandrell and the Oak Ridge Boys were booed off stage. Boo! Uh, while the more traditional Roy Clark and Doc Watson were more warmly welcomed. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. In 2002, Michael Jackson made a bizarre appearance at a rally in New York to denounce the recording industry as racist and Sony chairman Tommy Modula as devilish. Band leader Doc Severson is 94 today. And one of my favorite Beatles, one of four. Ringo Starr is 81 today. Ringo Starr, 81 years old today. Actor Joe Spano is 75. Singer David Hodo, the construction worker from the Village People, he's 74 today. Actress Shelley Duvall, who is no relation to Robert Duvall, 72 today. And comedian Jim Gaffigan is 55. Those are the famous folks that are celebrating with us today. If you're celebrating a birthday, we want to say happy birthday to you as well. A lot of things going on. This is a busy day for us. Uh, people calling in on First News. A lot of organizations and businesses calling in. So uh, we'll be checking in about an hour from now with Karen Sweet O'Neill from KSO Insurance Solutions for our tip of the week. It has to do with Medicare A and Medicare B and some things you might need to know or want to know about it. And then we'll check in with Mike Lydell from the Honda Hyundai Service Department, the Miller Auto team some tips especially with this hot weather you know uh maybe uh, some tips to uh, make sure that uh, our vehicles will cooperate under uh 95 degree heat indexes which we could see today then we'll talk to uh, uhs primary care dr young's office in johnson city our stay young and healthy segment and joe stanley with you and the law follows that and then we'll wrap things up our workforce wednesday tips of the week will go inside the broom Tiger workforce career center in the oakdale mall talk about some of the programs and services they have to offer coming off their huge job fair last night at marabito stadium yesterday afternoon i should say over a thousand positions man we want to get binghamton back to work got a lot of jobs we've got a job fair coming up too we'll tell you more about that uh, on the way right now time for a better life Dr. Sanjay Gupta, presented by UHS. A Better Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. When you look in the mirror, do you feel like you've aged a lot in the last year? I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent. One dermatologist we talked to called it Zoom face. Between the harsh lighting, the strange angles, and just staring at your face for hours on end can alter your perception of your own appearance. Another dermatologist told us people's skin could also be suffering from a year of pandemic stress. So aside from expensive appointments and lotions and potions, what can you do? Four things. Watch your diet, especially how much sugar you eat. Get plenty of exercise. That means cardio, weight-bearing workouts, and stretching. Make sure you're getting enough sleep. For most of us, that's seven to nine hours of quality, uninterrupted sleep a night. And four, try to reduce your stress or learn to manage it as best you can. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a better life. Doctors Without Borders teams confront hard facts in conflict and crisis zones. When others look away, we step in to act. Because measles still kills more than 100,000 children every year. We're there to vaccinate more than 1 million. Because some countries have only one or two mental health professionals. We provided over 400,000 mental health consultations last year. The fact is, your support makes our life-saving work possible. Picture the impact we can have together. DoctorsWithoutBorders.org Look, staying healthy isn't easy. Watching your diet, hitting the gym, avoiding stress. 
but a good night's rest helps boost your overall health and wellness. And it couldn't be easier. The new Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed is the only bed that effortlessly adjusts and responds to both of you. The result? You wake up ready for anything. Proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. During our lowest prices of the season, the new Queen Sleep Number 360 C2 Smart Bed is only $899. Only for a limited time. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Well, it looks like patchy fog is the story for this morning. You could experience some of that around the area. I hit some on my way in as well. Other than that, road conditions are looking good right now. No accidents to report. If you see something, you can always call us here at 772-1290. Your WNBF Twin Tiers forecast, mostly sunny today, but we could see some showers and thunderstorms this afternoon. Could be some nasty storms coming through. Temperature's going to hit 90, but heat indexes will make it seem like the mid-90s. Showers, possibly a thunderstorm tonight with lows in the mid-60s, and then tomorrow, showers and thunderstorms, maybe some heavy rain in there, too, uh, with a high near 80. We're at 67 right now. At WNBF First News, Binghamton. Checking sports in a couple of minutes, and uh, we'll get some updates for you from Wall Street and some entertainment updates from Jason Nathanson on the way in uh, just a couple of minutes. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Here's Bob Joseph. Reporting live from the WNBF News Center, and although today will turn out to be mostly sunny after the fog burns off, we should expect more storms, showers and thunderstorms in parts of the region late today and uh, tomorrow also has the uh, likelihood of being quite wet with an eastward-moving storm system interacting with moisture from the remnants of Elsa. So rain and showers and thunderstorms tomorrow afternoon and tomorrow night could become heavy, and localized flooding might be possible. The children of one of the missing in Surfside, Florida, nearly two weeks after the Champlain Towers South Building collapsed, are holding out hope their father might still be found alive. Dr. Brad Cohen's daughter, Elisheva, tells TV station WPLG that she believes in miracles and she can't imagine a life without her dad. Wake up. You have to wake me up. Um, take me in the car, bring me to the bus stop. Like, like I'm trying to, like, put my mind in, like, a day, but, like, he's not there, and it's impossible. A community in western Montana is in shock after a woman was mauled to death by a grizzly bear. She was alone in her tent at a campsite early Tuesday morning in a town called Avando. When it happens, state wildlife and law enforcement officials have been working to track down the animal. It was a traumatic time for residents. Saloon owner Tiffany Zavarelli said while the experience has been rattling for the entire community, she feels it's brought the town of less than 100 people a bit closer together. I think there's a sense of unity with all of us. We're all in contact with one another and I think from my husband and I's standpoint, we just want the community to know that we care and that we're here if they need anything at all. WNBF News Time, 632. If you have power this morning, that's good. If you don't have power, well, that's bad, but 
At least you're not alone. About 32,000 NYSEG customers in upstate New York lost electric service after the strong thunderstorms raced through the region. Tuesday afternoon and Tuesday night, according to the utility, crews cleared downed wires and responded to emergency situations overnight. As of just a few minutes ago, NYSEG was reporting 2,800 customers remained without power. In Broome County, most customers who lost their power have it back on, but 50 customers still have no electric service. The main problem spots in Broome County now are in the towns of Binghamton and Conklin. To the west in Tioga County, 110 customers are without power, and most of them are in Newark Valley and Berkshire. Dozens of customers also are without electric service in Delaware, Shenango, and Steuben counties. NYSEG reported about 90 downed wires as well as storm-related damage due to um, the uh, winds and heavy rain as well as some lightning. WNBF News Time, 633. A 92-year-old Otsego County man who had been reported missing was found by a state police canine unit. man left his home on Sheep Pen Road early Monday evening. He didn't return. His family notified police Tuesday afternoon. State police, forest rangers, firefighters, and neighbors were looking for him. Trooper Daryl Denning and his canine partner, Kin, located the man about 4 o'clock yesterday afternoon, a mile and a half from his residence. He had fallen down a hill and was unable to return. The man was taken to Fox Hospital in Oneana for treatment. His condition was not reported. WNBF News Time, 634, a homicide investigation now underway in Binghamton. Police say uh, a woman died after being stabbed repeatedly in her apartment at Saratoga Terrace. It happened early Saturday morning. Police found 27-year-old Takesia Mitchell was stabbed several times. The mother was taken to a hospital where she later died as a result of her injuries. The man who attacked her is not in custody. Detectives say he and the woman were known to each other, and the investigators say the stabbing was not a random attack, although the detectives know the identity of of the suspect. His name has not been made public. Where news breaks first, this is News Radio 1290. WNBF, WNBF WNBF.com, Welcome to First News Binghamton. Now, Doug Mosier with sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Let's start with the NBA Finals Game 1 in Phoenix with the Bucks. Ball, top of the key with it. Ball still on the dribble. Fadeaway 18-footer. Looks good. Is good. 106-94 Suns. Chris Paul, Devin Booker kind of right in the ship there. Those two guys making plays. As you knew they would, Chris Paul, 32 points, 9 assists, including 16 points during that sensational third quarter. Devin Booker, 27 points. Phoenix Suns beat the returning Giannis Antetokounmpo and his Milwaukee Bucks, 118-105 to 105 in Game 1 of the NBA Finals. Chris Paul after the game. I'm just like everybody else. I got those uh, memories that come up on my phone. To show you where you were like a year ago. Uh, Dooley, uh, Abdul Nader came up to me uh, in the locker room before the game. He was like, see. All right. Chris Paul, a guy who was definitely underrated. Uh, a 30-something Chris Paul 
rejuvenated and leading those Suns to a possible championship. First time fans in the Phoenix area had a chance to scream in 28 years for the finals, finally. And for the Bucks, 1974 was the last time they made the finals. So new faces. Game two tomorrow. Uh, and see if the the Brewers are the Brewers. The Bucks can bounce back. Speaking of the Brewers, um, they got rained out at the Met Stadium yesterday. Pittsburgh, Miami, Philadelphia, Arizona, St. Louis, and San Diego. Over in the American League, it was Giancarlo Staten clubbing a three-run homer off the railing of the second deck in the first inning, and that pretty much set the pace as the Yanks clobbered the Mariners 12-1 yesterday. Angels, Houston, White Sox, Texas, Baltimore, all winners. Rumble Ponies, game one of the six-game home series last night at Morabito Stadium, defeating the New Hampshire Fisher Cats 3-2. It's Essential Workers Week, so tonight they'll be saluting our law enforcement police officers. Come on out to the park. And root on your Rumble Ponies. Tonight is Game 5 of the NHL Stanley Cup Finals. Montreal at Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay up three games to one in that series. The NHL's top-ranked draft prospect, defenseman Owen Power, says he is leaning towards playing his sophomore season at Michigan next year rather than turning pro. Power says he won't make a decision until after the draft by noting he wants to first consult with a team that selects him. Power is from Ontario and the NHL's Central Scouting Bureau's top-ranked North American skater. Buffalo Sabres have the number one pick, following, followed by the expansion Seattle Kraken. The two-day draft will be held remotely starting on July 23rd. The Sabres are saying, come on, come on, Owen. You want to come play for us. You know you do. That's a look at sports. WNBF First News Time, 639. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Patchy fog this morning throughout the area. You may hit some of that on your commute. Otherwise, we're looking good. Nothing to report at this time. Your WNBF Twin Tiers forecast mostly sunny today. There's a chance of showers and thunderstorms rolling in this afternoon, though. A hot day, a high near 90. Heat indexes in the mid 90s. Tonight, mostly cloudy showers, likely possibly a thunderstorm, mid-60s. And then tomorrow, more wetness reaching the area. Not quite as hot, though, but we'll see showers and thunderstorms. And some of those storms could produce heavy rain, a high near 80. Right now, 67. Let's make that official. The official temperature. Oh, we're now we're at 68. 68 degrees. WNBF First News, Binghamton, Doug Mosier, along with Bob Joseph this morning, in for Kathy White this week. Latest headlines coming up the top and the bottom of each hour as we get you up to date with what's going on. You can always check WNBF.com or the WNBF app for the latest breaking news. We put it up there for you as soon as we get it. And if you have the app on your tablet or smartphone, you can uh, get push notifications and we'll send you alerts when big stories happen here in the area. We do have a few this morning as well. Uh, We'll check on those coming up a little bit later on. WNBF First News Time is... Welcome to First News Binghamton on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Here's Doug Mosier. Good morning, 67 degrees as we start off a Wednesday already. That's what happens when you come back to work on a Tuesday. 645, let's get an entertainment update. Well, you know, first, let's check in with Wall Street. A mixed market on Tuesday left the Dow Jones 209 points lower, but the Nasdaq composite 24 points ahead. The Standard & Poor's 500 snapped a seven-day winning streak, closing down about nine points at 4343. 
With oil hitting its highest price in six years, AAA says a gallon of regular gas averages 313 nationwide, up eight cents from a month ago and nearly a dollar from the same time last year. Demand is rising as the pandemic appears to ease. Even with a decline in smartphone sales, preliminary results show Samsung Electronics with a 53% jump in second quarter operating profit. Analysts say it's been driven by consumer appetite for Samsung's computer chips. American teenagers are coming to the rescue of American industry. With companies running into a labor shortage, about a third of teenagers now have summer jobs. That's the highest percentage in 13 years. Jim Ryan, ABC News. Thank you, Jim. WNBF First News Time is 9.46. And now let's get an entertainment update from Jason Nathanson. ABC Entertainment News. Britney Spears lawyer Sam Ingham told the court Tuesday that he's resigning as the singer's lawyer, effective when she gets new representation. He'd been her court-appointed counsel since the start of her conservatorship 13 years ago, and he was experienced in high-profile conservatorships, including that of Casey Kasem and Sumner Redstone. But Spears told the judge two weeks ago she wanted to be able to pick her own lawyer, and she wants the conservatorship to end. At some point, we all have to choose. When Marvel's Black Widow comes out this weekend, director Kate Shortland tells us it's the same exact movie you would have seen had it come out when it was supposed to last year. It was done and hands-off. We finished the film about a year ago, and we haven't touched it since. It'll be in theaters and streaming on Disney Plus this weekend. I'm not sure this was such a good idea. Out today on Disney Plus, Monsters at Work, a Pixar series set in the Monsters, Inc. universe. I'd like to be. And Peace and Love, Beatles legend Ringo Starr is 81 today. Jason Nathans and ABC News. Hollywood. God bless Ringo Starr. You know, we got to do some Ringo Starr here coming up in just a couple of minutes to celebrate the Beatles' 81st birthday today. It's unbelievable. You know, they're getting these superhero movies out there, popping them out left and right. I can't keep track of who's who. And they changed the storylines. I told you they got that Superman and Lois series out now where Superman's getting married, Lois. They got two kids, and one of the kids has superpowers, and the other one doesn't, and he's kind of like jealous of the one that can beat up people and. Yeah, it's just kind of bizarre, all the different superheroes that they have. And they're coming out with more and more and more. Some I'd never heard of. Now, I know, like, Deadpool's been around for a while, but I had never known that till the movie came out. It's like, Deadpool, it's another superhero. Nah, anyway, that's, that's uh, talk for another time. Right now, though, it's time for our consumer tech update. Here's Kim Commando. Let's put the July 4th weekend global ransomware attack into perspective. I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by ExpressVPN. Using the Internet is like taking a call over a speaker. Protect your privacy and get three months free at expressvpn.com slash Kim. This latest ransomware attack is the single biggest in history. Behind the attack is the same Russia-linked gang that hit JBS Meat Processing. This time, the gang infected thousands of companies in at least 17 countries who remotely manage IT infrastructure for customers. Those companies are still paralyzed, but the gang is now offering a sort of universal software key to unlock all the frozen systems at once in exchange for $70 million in Bitcoin. The FBI says that the attack is so big that it can't respond to every victim. As for President Biden, he says he will, quote, respond, whatever that means, if someone can prove Russia is behind the attack. In other words, we're on our own. Get more tech news 24-7 at commando.com. When Simply Safe Home Security's founders, Chad and Eleanor Lawrence, designed their first security system in their kitchen, they did it for a very personal reason. Their friends had just had their home broken into. They were struggling to find the right security system that was simple to set up and would make them feel safe again. Making people feel safe is what Simply Safe has been doing 
Ever since that moment 15 years ago, a passion to protect people not only drives every engineering detail in its products, but it motivates every interaction with its customers. Whether that's during a fire, a burglary, a medical emergency, or even just when you're setting up the system, there's always someone there who has your back to keep you safe and to make sure that you feel safe. To learn more about how Simply Safe can help protect you and your home, visit simplysafekim.com where you can customize your system and while you're there, get a free HD security camera. Plus, you also get a 60-day risk-free trial, so there's nothing to lose. That's simplysafekim.com. Welcome to First News Binghamton with Doug Mosier on News Radio 1290 WNBF. And welcome to the 188th day of 2021, 177 days left. Dog days of summer just a few days away. According to Kathy White, it begins July 11th. So, so quit your whining. <laughs> uh, that's what I tell my kids. That's hot. I know it's hot. You know? It's July. What do you expect? On this date, 1948, we got our first listen to Dragnet. That badge pays $464 a month. $67.40 comes out for withholding. I give $27.84 for pension and $12 for widows and orphans. That leaves me $356.76. That badge is worth $1.82 an hour. So, mister, you just settle back on that chair because I'm going to blow about 20 bucks of it right now. <laughs> I love the way that those guys talked so fast back and forth. What are you doing? What do you mean? Have the right to blah, blah, blah. You know, they would just go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth with... Uh, all kinds of quick banter. I guess they had to get it all in back then. Uh, the radio, actually, the radio uh, premiere of Dragnet first appeared on this day in 1949. And then later, the television series, uh, along with uh, Harry Morgan. Originally, it was Barton Yarborough who played the Harry Morgan character. And Jack Webb, of course, a guy who uh, radio people would kill for a voice like that. I'm sure Bob Joseph would agree. If we Imagine Bob Joseph hosting Binghamton Now, sounding like Jack Webb. Welcome to Big Up to Now. Give us a call right now, 772-1290. Yeah. This is Vic from the Forks. <laughs> uh, I kid. I kid. But, you know, anyway. So, uh, hurricane or tropical storm Elsa, rather, hitting the Florida coast. Looks like it's around the Tampa area. I just texted my brother-in-law to see how he's doing now. I haven't heard back from him yet. I'll wait and see. Uh, we have relatives right there in Tampa, well, in Brooksville, which is just a little east of Tampa. And uh, right now it looks like 65 mile an hour winds for Tropical Storm Elsa. As it looks like it's going to be heading up the East Coast and right through uh, Georgia and the Carolinas. And it looks like right into Ocean City and beyond, depending on uh, the path of uh, what it's doing. And mostly, I guess, rain. It's moving at about 14 miles per hour. Uh, some rain and uh, wind is 65 miles an hour. So that's, you know, that's windy. Definitely. So kicking up some wind and heading out uh, through Florida, back up central, and kind of making its way to the east. And we'll keep watching that for you uh, throughout the day as well. Coming up next hour, we'll talk with Karen Sweet O'Neill. We mentioned yesterday Karen's going to be talking to us about Medicare A, Medicare B, what that means to you, which one of those uh, are, when it comes to those, which plan are you looking at? Everybody has different variables, so it's always interesting to talk to Karen about uh, this particular um, Situation because a lot of people Google things like this and you don't get an accurate. When sometimes when you Google things, you don't get the actual facts. Like people say, well, it says on the internet that the sky is falling. Yeah, well, you Googled Henny Penny's website. You know, it's just that people can put anything they want up on the internet, 
and uh, you get people's interpretation of what that might be. But uh, it's better, actually, to take it from somebody who is an independent advisor uh, for insurance of all types. They can tell you what the story is. So uh, we'll talk to Karen coming up in about a half hour with our uh, KSO Insurance Solution Tip of the Week. And we have a job fair coming up a little bit later on this summer. And uh, we're looking forward to that. It looks like uh, we're going to be doing some other things. Binghamton on tap going to be coming back, too. So the events that we haven't been able to do over the last year or so with the pandemic, we're bringing back, too. And we love to do these things as a radio group. Our uh, our parent company is called Town Square Media, and there's a reason they named it that. Town Square is like a town square meeting. It's about community. It's about uh, doing things with our, our uh, businesses and organizations here, creating relationships. And, of course, we're like, creating relationships with our listeners. And we do that uh, through these events that we have because we bring a lot of great businesses and services from our area together with the people that listen to our radio stations. So it's a win-win situation for everybody, and uh, uh, we support our local community here too. So it's nice to be able to bring this back again, to be able to do the Binghamton on Tap event, to be able to do our, uh, our job fair, trying to put Binghamton back to work. I know they had a big one yesterday at Rabido Stadium from 4.30 to 6.30, and it was uh, put on by Broom Tioga Workforce New York, their career center, which is located in the Oakdale Mall, the old Sears location there by the uh, Automotive Center entrance. And I have yet to get up there. I talked to Bob Murphy last week. Uh, I haven't gone to the new center yet because when they opened up, basically it was it was kind of during COVID, and people really didn't uh, have an opportunity to get out there. They weren't really taking uh, walk-ins. People were making some appointments, but they were doing the social distancing. So it's a chance to get up there and see how their career center operates. And we'll be talking to uh, them about 835 this morning on Workforce Wednesday about some of the programs and services they have to offer. And they've got a slew of them, folks. They really do. So if you're looking to get back to work, uh, this might be the opportunity for you uh, to definitely take advantage of it. And if it were me and I was looking for a job, I wouldn't want to wait till the unemployment stuff runs out. I want to get something now because the best jobs are out there and people really, employers really need it. All right, Ringo Starr is 81 today. So uh, we're going to Ringo Starr into ABC News and Bob Joseph after that with local news. And we'll get sports in there in another hour of WNBF First News Binghamton. 67 on our way to temperatures in the mid or 90 with heat indexes around 95. Happy birthday, Ringo Starr. For news and information, this is News Radio 1290, WNBF Binghamton, and WNBF.com. Where news breaks first, News Radio 1290, WNBF. Here's Bob Joseph. Reporting live from the WNBF 
News Center in downtown Binghamton at 66 at 7.04. It's foggy around the Twin Tiers, and this patchy fog will probably continue for another hour or so. Then, mostly sunny skies for much of this Wednesday. Be prepared for some showers and thunderstorms late in the afternoon and tonight. High today, around 90. Heat index could hit 95. National Weather Service says some severe weather is possible over the next couple of days. Another round of strong to severe thunderstorms will move across the region this afternoon and evening. Main threats from these storms will be damaging winds and very heavy downpours. Tomorrow, an eastward moving storm will interact with moisture from the remnants of Elsa. Rain and showers and thunderstorms could become heavy tomorrow afternoon and tomorrow night with localized flooding possible. Well, 32,000 NYSEG customers in upstate New York lost electric service after strong thunderstorms raced through the region Tuesday afternoon and night. According to the utility, crews spent a lot of the overnight hours clearing downed wires and responding to emergency situations. As of about an hour ago, NYSEG reported 2,800 customers remained without power. In Broome County, 50 customers did not have electric service, and the main problem spots in the county are in the towns of Binghamton and Conklin. Meanwhile, in Tioga County, 110 customers without power, and most of them are in Newark Valley and Berkshire. Dozens of customers also are without electric service in Delaware, Shenango, and Steuben counties. NYSEG reporting 90 downed wires as well as storm-related damage to other electrical equipment. WNBF News Time, 706. Governor Cuomo has declared gun violence a statewide emergency. The move creates an office in the health department dedicated to the issue. It will be charged with creating what the governor calls a science-based approach involving multiple agencies. Speaking in Albany, Cuomo compared gun violence to COVID. Treat it like a public health issue. We know how to deal with an epidemic. What we want to say is, we want to do with gun violence what we just did with COVID. WNBF News Time 707. A killer on the loose in Binghamton police are trying to find him. It's a homicide investigation after a woman was repeatedly stabbed in her Saratoga Terrace apartment happened early Saturday morning. When police got there, they found 27-year-old Takesia Mitchell had been stabbed several times. She was taken to a hospital where she died as a result of her injuries. Police know who did it. They aren't saying anything about the man's name publicly, but he, uh, the investigators say uh, Mitchell and her attacker were known to each other and the stabbing was not a random attack. A 92-year-old Otsego County man who had been reported missing was found by a state police canine unit. The man left his home on Cheap Pen Road early Monday evening. He didn't return. His family called the police Tuesday afternoon. 
State police, forest rangers, firefighters, and neighbors were out searching. Trooper Daryl Denning and his canine partner, Ken, tracked the man shortly after 4 p.m., about a mile and a half from his residence. The man had fallen down a hill, and he wasn't able to return home. He was taken to Fox Hospital in Oneana for treatment. WNBF News Time, 7.08. A new fire chief in Binghamton, as we reported a couple of weeks ago, Daniel Eggleston, retiring after serving the fire department for 37 years. Eggleston's last day on the job was Monday. Mayor David says he has chosen Fire Marshal Alan Gardner to serve as the acting chief. Where news breaks first, this is News Radio 1290, WNBF, WNBF.com, WNBF News Time 7. The Don Giovanni Show. Hello, friends. I'm back, back where it all started over 30 years ago. That's right. We're right here at News Radio 1290, WNBF. Tell your friends about it every Saturday night from 6 to 9 with Frank Sinatra. Old Blue Eyes is back. With me, Old Brown Eyes, and Sundays from noon to 3. That's right, an Italian house party get-together right here, where it all started. Don Giovanni Show on WNBF. Welcome to First News Binghamton. Now, Doug Mosier with sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Well, let's start with baseball. Giancarlo Staten with a Stantonius three run homer off the second deck in the first inning. Luke Boyd had a career high five hits and three RBIs, and well, that pretty much tells the tale of the game. 12 to 1, Yanks spank the Seattle Mariners. Baltimore, Texas, White Sox, Houston Angels, all winners. Mets rained out at home against Milwaukee. Pittsburgh, Miami, Philadelphia, Arizona, St. Louis, and San Diego, all winners. Chris Paul was the story. Game one of the NBA Finals in Phoenix. Milwaukee Bucks had Giannis Antetokounmpo back, but uh, it didn't help. Chris Paul had 32 points. Devin Booker, 27 points. Phoenix over the Milwaukee Bucks, 118-105 in Game 1 of the NBA Finals. Chris Paul is unstoppable, says NBA coach Monty Hall. When it's going like that, you just want to space the floor well, let him orchestrate. I thought he was making the right plays. They were switching a ton, and um, you know we have to offer that space, play faster if he gets off of the ball, but he was making shots. Did I say Monty Hall? I meant Monty Williams. I must be watching too much Let's Make a Deal reruns. Game two tomorrow night in Phoenix. The NBA may emerge from the pandemic on better financial footing than it first anticipated, though Commissioner Adam Silver is warning that it's too early to declare things fully back to normal. Silver at his annual pre-NBA Finals news conference says he believes the league weathered the pandemic and all that came with it, including much less revenues from the lack of fans in arenas for much of the last 15 months. Silver says he was surprised to see many teams were able to have full buildings during the playoffs. Binghamton Rumble Ponies win their first game of the six-game home series against the New Hampshire Fisher Cats last night. They won 3-2. to two. Game 2 tonight, also Essential Workers Week as they pay salute to different essential workers tonight. It is our police. Uh, let's see, what else is uh, NBA, NHL Finals, rather. The Stanley Cup Finals, game number 5 tonight. Is it Tampa Bay, Montreal at Tampa Bay? Looks like uh, Tropical Storm Elsa will blow over Tampa Bay before the game tonight. So that should go on. And that is a look at sports. WNBF First News Time, 713.
traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Still some reports of patchy fog in the area this morning. You may experience some of that. Otherwise, we're looking good and no accidents and no huge tie-ups to report at this time. Your WNBF Twin Tiers forecast, mostly sunny today. There is a chance of showers and thunderstorms into this afternoon. And temperatures are going to be near 90 with heat indexes into the mid-90s. Tonight, Mostly cloudy, showers, possibly a thunderstorm, low mid-60s. And tomorrow, clouds, possibly a thunderstorm and some showers and maybe some heavy rain in the afternoon. High only near 80 tomorrow. It's going to seem cooler. Yeah. We've been hoping for an 80-degree day, huh? We're at 68 degrees right now. It's WNBF's First News Binghamton. I'm Doug Moser. Bob Joseph in for Kathy White this morning. We thank you for making us part of your day. We check in come a couple minutes with Karen Sweet O'Neill for our KSO Insurance Solution Tip of the Week. This is WNBF First News. Here's Doug Mosier. Singer David Hodo's birthday. He's a construction worker, by the way, from the Village People. Uh, and, uh, yeah, he is 74 today. So some of the Village People got I don't know if they're still touring or what they're doing, but talk about diversity right there, man, you know? All kinds of ethnicities, and uh, they've got uh, – there's a cop, and there's a, an Indian, and a cowboy, and uh, a biker, construction worker, you know? The fabric of America right there. There you go. So, anyway – it's nice to have you along with us. Hope you're having a great day. I certainly am. Every time I can step in front of this microphone and talk to you, it just tickles my heart. So anyway, uh, big news. Obviously, the hurricane or the tropical storm, that is, it's uh, in the Tampa area now, Jacksonville, uh, kind of moving up into that area. Uh, I don't know if it's going to hit where we were. We were down in Fort Walton, Destin. That's northern, northwestern uh, Florida in the panhandle. Uh, it looks like it might be avoiding that area and going a little bit more east. You know, we're, we're looking, we were looking at property down there, or like for retirement. You know, we're thinking, I don't want to be in the hurricane targets. But uh, I still haven't heard back from my brother-in-law. I texted him this morning a little about an hour ago and said, uh, hey, how are you doing down there? I haven't heard anything back. So I don't know if he's sleeping or he's a health care worker, too. He works at the hospital down there, so I'm not sure. Uh, but we have I have another brother-in-law and a sister-in-law down there and, and nieces and nephews right there in the Tampa slash Brooksville area uh, of Florida. And, man, it gets hot down there. But anyway, that's where it looks like where the tropical storm is is heading or has is going on right now. they got the little hurricane thing spinning around there. So anyway, I hope that uh, it goes well. Hopefully, it's 65-mile-an-hour winds, it was, but it's moving about 14 miles per hour, so it's taking its own sweet time getting through there. 
hopefully it will uh, not cause too much damage. You don't want to see that. Bob Joseph will give you the latest local news. He's in for Kathy White this week, so we'll have that coming up in just a couple of minutes. Stand by for that and more. Providing you with the best solutions of your lifetime. The KSO Insurance Weekly Spotlight with Karen Sweet O'Neill on News Radio 1290 WNBF. And once again, we welcome Karen Sweet O'Neill. Good morning, Karen. Good morning, Doug. How are you? I'm doing fine, and I hope you are as well. I am. Thank you. Yesterday, we talked about Medicare A and B. What we talked about the T's, and, and it's kind of confusing to some people because, uh, you know, if you if you try to Google it and try to get some information from it, you, you don't always get the right interpretation of it. So it's best to talk to somebody who knows about it. So, take it away, Karen, about Medicare A and B. Well, all right, I will. I mean, you know, it is difficult. It's just like when you have a, um, oh, you have a pain in your side or in your leg, and then you Google it. Well, if you Google that and you you come up with a gazillion different responses, Mm -hmm. and most of them are very dire, and it makes you very nervous because, you know, it's like, oh, it's going to, they're going to take my leg off and that kind of thing. So we always recommend that you don't Google certain things. And one of those are medical, obviously, with a grain of salt, you might um, for different conditions. However, with Medicare, Doug, wow, you will get so many responses from so many different entities and it's going to be extremely confusing and a lot of people just say oh i can't do this because it's just it's too much i don't understand so what we do is we um simplify the process because you have to um understand what it's about but you don't have to know it good enough to basically sell it okay mm-hmm. so gotcha. there's a process that we uh put uh people through and it's very um you know it's just it's very simple but it's very concise mm-hmm. so this way it answers the questions do i need to go on medicare what exactly is medicare part a and of course that's the hospitalization part of medicare mostly it's not something that you pay for because we've paid for it all these years mm-hmm. Part B is the medical part, though, and that's a whole different ballgame because that is a income premium-based plan. And it's not just the person's income that is going on Social Security. It's the family income, okay, so the married couple and so on. So it makes a big difference on how much you're going to pay for that Medicare Part B medical part of um, Medicare once a month. And it starts at one forty eight fifty a month, Doug, mm-hmm. and then it goes up incrementally as your income might go up. So that's part of the conversation that we have in the consultation so you know how much it would cost you. And then from there, you know, you need to find out, well, what's my supplemental going to cost me if that's the way I go? Or should I go with a Advantage plan? You know, like Joe Namath, and, mm-hmm. and how much is that going to cost me? Right. And, and, you know, in a lot of cases, that's a, that's a good idea to do that. Sure. Um, but you need to figure out and you need to understand what your options are. And you will understand that after the consultation. And then we put the money on it and say, okay, here's the three choices you have. Stay where you're at, whether it's on your husband or your wife's policy. And, you know, they have actively 20 employees and you're on employer insurance, which we refer to as credible coverage. 
And so you delay that Part B premium or you go on Medicare Part A and B and then maybe pick up an Advantage plan at zero premium or you go on Medicare A and B and then a supplemental and then a separate Medicare Part D plan. So, yeah, it sounds like there's a lot to it, and there is. So the most important part is to be set up properly in the first place, and then it can be pretty seamless through the years. Then you only need to revisit it once a year to make sure that what you have is what you want and um, go forth. And if not, then, you know, we, we encourage you and show you options on how to change it if that's the case. Yeah, you know, and uh, we all know where we're headed. We're all heading towards retirement eventually. So it's nice to have that peace of mind plan, too, even if you're very close. You want to know what you need to know. You want to know the variables. And like you mentioned, Karen, everybody's different. Everybody has a different type of insurance need. Uh, and it's best to talk to somebody like you because you can get them the best insurance and what's uh, what's more advantageous for them. That's right, because some people, you know, have a spouse that's not Medicare eligible yet. So what do you do there, and, you know, how is she protected? So we go into all of those different options available for the Medicare, well, for the spouse that isn't Medicare eligible as well. Yeah, and Karen's very thorough, folks. She goes through, asks the right questions. She knows exactly what to ask you and how to help you out. So if you're interested, Karen, if people are interested in in hiring you to help them, what's the best way to get a hold of you? They can call us at 772-4898. They can Google us, okay? And I just said don't Google, but just you know what I mean as far as uh, trying to get concise, concise information. They can Google us at KSO Insurance. All of our contact information comes up. Or simply go to a phone book. We have a big display ad under insurance in the yellow pages and then she can set you right on what you need so definitely do that karen as always we always thank you for all the insightful information you give us every single week we'll look forward to another kso insurance solution tip of the week next wednesday very good thanks doug have a great day (laughs) you too bye now all right so um we'll check in with bob joseph in just a couple of minutes with the latest local headlines Hey, it's Ron Ananian, inviting you to join me Saturday afternoons from 2 to 4 p.m. for The Car Doctor. Helpful tips on repairs, how to avoid them, along with the best maintenance advice for your vehicle. The Car Doctor, Saturdays from 2 to 4 p.m. on News Radio 1290. Where news breaks first, News Radio 1290, WNBF. Here's Bob Joseph. Reporting live from the WNBF News Center in downtown Binghamton at 66 at 7.30. The forecast, a little more fog in parts of the area for another hour or so. Otherwise, it'll turn out to be a mostly sunny Wednesday. Chance of showers and thunderstorms late in the day. A high 90. The heat index topping out around 95. In Haiti, the president has been assassinated. Haiti's prime minister releasing a statement in French saying a group of non-identified individuals shot and killed Haiti's president Jovenel Moise inside his home. His wife was also injured and is currently being treated. The fear is this could throw Haiti into further political chaos. Inez de la Quatera, ABC News, at the Foreign Desk. It's a big ticker tape celebration for frontline workers planned in New York City today, but... As ABC's Derek Waller explains, not 
everybody is going to be there. Mayor de Blasio will march at the front with hospital workers, other health care workers, teachers, first responders, hospitality workers, small business owners, even journalists will be involved in this. Paramedics and EMTs say they are skipping the parade, upset they didn't get hazard pay, and they also worked through the pandemic without a contract. Meanwhile, preps were already underway for that closing ceremony at City Hall, but with temperatures in the 90s today, it has now been called off. WNBF News Time, 732. Power is still off to thousands of NYSEG customers in upstate New York, including some in the Binghamton area. According to the utility, about 32,000 customers were affected by outages that were related to the powerful thunderstorms that raced through the region. Overnight, crews cleared downed wires and responded to emergency situations. As of a short time ago, NYSEG reported 2,800 customers remained without power. In Broome County, the number was about 50. The big problem spots were in the towns of Binghamton and Conklin. To the west in Tioga County, 110 customers were without power, most of them in Newark Valley and Berkshire. Dozens of customers also were without electric service in Delaware, Shenango, and Steuben counties. A homicide investigation ongoing now in Binghamton after a woman died of multiple stab wounds. Officers were sent to an apartment at the Saratoga Terrace complex on the south side at about 1.45 Saturday morning. Police found 27-year-old Takesia Mitchell was stabbed several times. She was taken to a hospital where she later died. The man who attacked her is not a stranger. Police know who he is, and they're trying to find him now. The suspect and the woman were known to each other, and although investigators know his identity, the name hasn't been made public at this point. As Daniel Eggleston retires as the Binghamton Fire Chief, Mayor David appoints an acting chief. Eggleston's last official day on the job was Monday. He retired after working for the fire department for 37 years. David has announced that he's chosen Fire Marshal Alan Gardner to serve as the acting chief. Gardner has been the city fire marshal for the past five years. He joined the department in 1997 after studying fire science and paramedic science at SUNY Broome Community College. WNBF News Time, 734. Governor Cuomo says he's ready to fight what he calls a new epidemic of gun violence in New York State. Cuomo has issued an executive order declaring gun violence a disaster emergency. The governor said the move is part of a strategy, in his words, that treats the problem as a public health crisis. WNBF News Time, 734. The Associated Press has declared Eric Adams the winner of the Democratic primary for mayor of New York City after nearly all absentee ballots were counted, leaving no path for his closest competitors to catch him. The Brooklyn Borough president led Catherine Garcia by about 8,400 votes. That's one percentage point after election officials finished tallying the results under New York City's ranked choice voting system. Election officials were still scrutinizing a few thousand absentee ballots to determine if they're valid, but there weren't enough to alter the outcome.
Where news breaks first, this is News Radio 1290, WNBF, WNBF.com, WNBF News Time, 730. Welcome to First News Binghamton. Now, Doug Mosier with sports on News Radio 1290, WNBF. Well, let's start with the NBA. The finals, game one, Phoenix hosting the Milwaukee Bucks. Giannis Antetokounmpo back for the Bucks, but it was all Paul. Paul, top of the key with it. Paul still on the dribble. Fadeaway 18-footer. Looks good. Is good. 106-94 Suns. Chris Paul, Devin Booker kind of right in the ship there. Those two guys making plays. Chris Paul, 32 points, 9 assists. Devin Booker, 27 points. Suns beat the Milwaukee Bucks 118-105 in Game 1 of the NBA Finals. Game 2 tomorrow night. Going to be an interesting series. Giannis is back. Was he quite healthy last night? Don't know for sure. Didn't see the game. It was on too late. Switch to baseball. The Yankees clobbering Seattle yesterday 12-1. Giancarlo Stanton clubbing a three-run homer off the railing of the second deck in the first inning to set the, the tail of the tape, so to speak. A blasting, shellacking, Stantonius home run 12-1. Baltimore, Texas, White Sox, Houston, and the Angels, all winners. Over in the National League, Milwaukee at the Mets got rained out. Pittsburgh, Miami, Philadelphia, Arizona, St. Louis, and San Diego, all winners. Binghamton Rumble Ponies win the first game of their six-game home series against the New Hampshire Fisher Cats last night, 3-2. to two. Game two tonight, all week long, the Rumble Ponies paying tribute to essential workers. Tonight, we salute our police. NHL Stanley Cup Finals, game number five tonight at Tampa Bay, hosting Montreal. Looks like they'll be on. Elsa's going to be not showing up for the game. Uh, Yeah, Elsa's taking off and moving up the coast a little bit. And that is a look at sports. WNBF First News Time, 739. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Well, some patchy fog this morning reported around the area. Other than that, no accidents to report. Things seem to be rolling along smoothly. Your WNBF Twin Tiers forecast, it is going to be a hot day. Mostly sunny today. We could see some showers and thunderstorms this afternoon, though. Temperatures around 90 degrees, and the heat index values could take it even higher into the mid-90s. For tonight, mostly cloudy showers, possibly a thunderstorm mid-60s. On Thursday, cloudy Showers, thunderstorm, maybe some heavy rain in there too. High near 80. And Friday, pretty much the same. Mostly cloudy. Chance of showers. Temperatures around 80 degrees too. Right now we're at 68 and rising. WNBF First News Binghamton. Doug Mosier, Bob Joseph in for Kathy White. This morning with the latest headlines. And, of course, Bob, your host of WNBF Binghamton now, coming up a little bit after 9 this morning. Bob will have, I'm sure, some interesting guests on the program and a chance for you to call in and talk about what's on your mind. All right. Followed by Dan Bongino and then Sean Hannity, Mark Levin, John Batchelor, Red Eye Radio, First Light, and then we get to do it again tomorrow. Come around the roller coaster here. All right. It is 68 degrees at WNBF First News Binghamton. Good morning at 7. That's the Dan Bongino Show, weekdays, noon to 3, on News Radio 1290, WNBF. What a tremendous honor to announce the launch of the Dan Bongino Show. I grew up a fan of conservative talk radio, so it's really hard to believe I'm here announcing the launch of my own show. We've done some great work in conjunction with a loyal audience in the digital podcast space with the Dan Bongino Show podcast and on social media and some of my work in the, at being a tech entrepreneur as well. But having my own show on terrestrial radio stations across the country is just 
just an unimaginable honor for me. I grew up on a healthy diet of Rush Limbaugh, God rest his soul, Mark Levin, and Sean Hannity. Combine that with my experiences in the Secret Service as a Secret Service agent and with the NYPD, and I think you're going to have a really incredible show you'll be proud of. Thank you all. It means the world to me. I really appreciate it. And again, this is a tremendous honor to announce the launch of the Dan Bongino Show on stations across the country. Thank you very much for your time. Catch the Dan Bongino Show weekdays, noon to 3, on News Radio 1290. This is WNBF First News. Here's Doug Mosher. I don't know about you, but I filled up my tank. It was yesterday. It cost me 50 bucks. I'm like, whoa, I don't like this. It's like 3, 309, 319, 309. They said the average is uh, $3.13 now. That's the national average for gas. I think Bob will probably have that gas guy on his show. Again, he usually does. Yeah, it's... um. You know, it's creeping up. It hasn't been that way for a long time. And of course, you know, we had gas down to like two bucks, two, two oh one for months. And it's over a dollar more now. And boy, you can feel it, you know, when you put it in. It's like, whoa. I could not believe I kept watching the tank yesterday. Twenty, twenty-five, thirty, thirty-five, forty, forty-one, two, three, four. It was like forty-five and some change. And it wasn't quite empty. It was a little above E. I usually don't wait that long. To fill up my tank. Usually I'm, I'm a stickler on it. If it gets down close to a quarter tank, I like to top it right off and fill it up again because I like to have a full tank. You just never know, you know. But now I'm watching these gas prices. I'm like, man, you know, yeah, I'm telling you, you know, how, how high are they going to go? Do you have any idea? I'm wondering how high, how high will the price of gas go this summer. Of course, you know, when you Google it, you get everything, right? As Karen just mentioned, you know, they tell you exactly uh, <laughs> how much everything's going to be, right? Yeah. I don't think so either. But it's fun to, to, to see the, the guesstimates of people. You know? It's just spinning. It's not doing anything. So it's probably saying, you know what? We don't know. It says the price for a barrel of West Texas Intermediate Crude Oil tested the $70 level on Friday. When was this put out? This is June 5th, 2021. So that was over a month ago. Mm-hmm. 10%. Doesn't really say. I'm looking in here to see. Because the average right now is 313 we're just a little below that, I think, at around 309. Is that right? I don't know if that was it or not. But, uh, yeah, it's getting up there. And a lot of people like to travel. Of course, uh, most of the traveling that we do by car is in the warmer months around here. So uh, how high will the prices go? Your guess is as good as mine. I guess we'll have to wait and find out. For today, we've got a chance of showers and thunderstorms, mostly sunny. Temperatures are going to hit about 90 degrees today, and then that heat index is going to make it a little hotter. Yeah, it might be a nice day to uh, be inside in air conditioning or in a pool or somewhere in the shade with a fan blowing on you. You know, I don't know if a fan would do any good outside today. Just be blowing hot 95-degree index 
air on you face, you know? Nah, I don't think so. Oh, man. Let's see. Today is... Kathy always gives me um, the rundown of the whole month and what day it is. It's Global Forgiveness Day, also called World or National Forgiveness Day. Global Forgiveness. So who would we should forgive today? We should forgive everybody today. Father-daughter take a walk together day. National Strawberry Sunday Day. And it also happens to be Chocolate Day, and that will be our fun facts coming up. How much do you know about chocolate? Chocolate's one of my favorites. I love chocolate. Combined with peanut butter, because we bow to the almighty peanut. So, yeah. Uh, this was back in June, according to GasBuddy.com. The current average nation, nationwide price for a gallon of regular gas was at three hundred five. Of course, now we know it's at three thirteen. So, where's it going to be next month? Mm. Stand by. We got fun facts coming up. We're going to ditch the gas thing and talk about one of my favorite things: chocolate. Fun facts coming up. Sixty-eight degrees. This is WNBF First News. Here's Doug Mosher. Good morning, 7.54 and 68 degrees right now. My kids are always talking about TikTok. Even my grandkids are, like, hooked on TikTok. So uh, we'll revisit that one year later. ABC's Mark Remillard. It's been a year since the Trump administration first threatened to ban TikTok, but the video-sharing app is still around and more popular than ever. Chris Stokel-Walker is the author of the book TikTok Boom. He says last summer the future of the Chinese-owned app was uncertain. Trump says this is a national security risk. He begins a set of actions, executive orders to try and either put TikTok out of business in the United States or to force a sale to a U.S. company. But a year later, TikTok is still not in the clear. With the new administration, we do still have this very Chinese skeptic point of view. Walker says TikTok's year highlights a new reality for social media companies and users. This is much more than just about TikTok and much more than just about one short form video app. This is really about who holds the balance of power in the way we live our lives digitally for years to come. With Tech Trends, I'm Mark Remillard, ABC News. Thank you, Mark. WNBF first news time. What's going on here? Hey, I thought we've unleashed an animal in there. Time to test your knowledge of facts and fiction with a little help from America's most cantankerous judge. It's WNBF's... That's the truth. Or... That's baloney. All right. Finally got that one straight. Who cares? <laughs> it's National Chocolate Day, so thought we'd have some fun uh, with facts about chocolates. All right. Chocolate is actually a vegetable. Do you buy that? Chocolate is actually a vegetable. That's the truth. Milk and dark chocolate come from the cocoa bean, which grows on the cocoa tree. Yeah, this makes the important part of the sweet treat a vegetable. Yes, indeed. All right, white chocolate is the second favorite chocolate amongst Americans. White chocolate is the second favorite chocolate among Americans. That's baloney. Because it doesn't contain cocoa salads or chocolate liquor, it's not chocolate. White chocolate isn't chocolate in the strict sense, but it does contain parts of the cocoa bean, mainly cocoa butter. How's that sound? Just answer my question, wise guy. The cocoa bean is native to Louisiana. The cocoa bean is native to Louisiana. What do you think? 
That's baloney. No, it's actually native to Mexico in both Central and South America. It's believed that inhabitants of these areas first started cultivating the bean as far back as 1250 B.C., perhaps even earlier. The very first treat for chocolates was the Hershey's Kiss, a form of it. The first chocolate treat was a form of a Hershey's Kiss. What do you think? That's baloney. No, actually, hot chocolate was the first chocolate treat. Cocoa was brewed in both Mexico and Aztec culture. I knew that when I went to the Dominican. Uh, they took us through uh, one of these where they made uh, hot chocolate. The result was nothing like today's hot chocolate. It was typically bitter, uh, often used for ceremonial occasions like weddings. Here, try this. Ugh. That's chocolate? Mm. Oh, this is a good one. Cocoa, the cocoa plant or the coca plant, was once used as currency. The coca plant was once used as currency. What do you think? That's the truth. Yeah, the Aztecs loved and valued the coca bean so highly that they used it as currency during the heart of their civilization. That'll cost you five cocoa beans, please. Hey, buddy, can you spare a coca bean? I didn't know that. And did you know this? Cocoa and coca are the same thing. The words are interchangeable. It's all one bean. Napoleon loved chocolate. The French leader demanded that wine and chocolate be made available to him and his senior advisors, even during intense military campaigns. And Marie Antoinette loved hot chocolate. She didn't just love cake. She frequently served it at the Palace of Versailles. It wasn't just the taste everyone loved. It was also believed that the drink was an aphrodisiac. Hey, baby, want to share a cup of hot chocolate? Pennsylvania native Milton Hershey, the real candy king. Apparently, the Hershey Chocolate Company is in good old Hershey, Pennsylvania, but he got his start in candy long before hooking up with chocolate. He founded his first company, the Lancaster Caramel Company, when he was 30 years old. How about that? Fun facts about chocolate today. We just went overboard a little bit with him because I like chocolate. So Elsa, torrential tropical rain, tropical storm Elsa hitting the Florida coast. Looks like heading to, oh, it's in Crystal River right now. I have relatives there, my my sister-in-law lives there. So you're looking at these different areas in the Tampa area. And, uh, yeah, looking right. Actually, it looks like it's going right over where my brother-in-law lives. I still haven't heard back from him. We're going to be hearing from Bob Joseph in just a couple of minutes with the latest local headlines. Also, UHS, Stay Young and Healthy. Joe Stanley next hour and our Workforce Friday seg- workforce Wednesday segment from Bruntaga Workforce New York. All coming up. It's a action-packed, informative hour for you. And it'll all start right now with ABC World Headlines. On our way to temperatures around 90, mid-90s with a heat index and some thunder boomers later, mostly sunny. WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com, 68 degrees at 8 a.m. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Here's Bob Joseph. Reporting live from the WNBF News Center in downtown Binghamton at 66 at 8.04. The forecast, still a little patchy fog in parts of the Twin Tiers. Otherwise today, mostly sunny. Watch out for some showers and thunderstorms late this afternoon into tonight. Be another hot day, the high 90. The heat index could hit 95. 
Severe weather, a possibility. There could be a round of strong to severe thunderstorms moving across the Twin Tiers this afternoon and evening. The main threats from those storms will be damaging winds and very heavy downpours. Tomorrow, an eastward moving storm system will interact with moisture from the remnants of Elsa. Rain in showers and thunderstorms could become heavy tomorrow afternoon and tomorrow night with localized flooding possible. Stay tuned to News Radio 1290 WNBF for all the latest weather information. NYSEG crews are still busy dealing with power outages from the storms that moved through the region Yesterday afternoon and last night, at one point, 32,000 utility customers lost electric service. According to NYSEG, crews cleared downed wires and responded to emergency situations overnight. As of a couple of hours ago, NYSEG was reporting 2,800 customers were still without power. In Broome County, 50 customers did not have electric service. The main problem spots in the county were in the towns of Binghamton and Conklin. Meanwhile, in Tioga County, 110 customers were without power. Most of them were in Newark Valley and Berkshire. Dozens of customers also were without electric service in Delaware, Shenango, and Steuben counties. NYSAG reported about 90 downed wires as well as storm-related damage to other electrical equipment. WNBF News Time, 8.06. Governor Cuomo has declared gun violence a statewide emergency. The move creates an office in the state health department dedicated to the issue. It will be charged with creating what the governor called a science-based approach involving multiple agencies. Speaking in Albany, Cuomo compared gun violence to the COVID pandemic. It is a statewide problem. And it is an emergency. WNBF News Time, 807. Binghamton Police still looking for a killer. Authorities want to know uh, where the suspect, the man who stabbed Takesia Mitchell several times, the 27 year old woman, died at a hospital. She was found in her apartment at the Saratoga Complex on the south side at about 1.45 Saturday morning. Police have released few details about the attack, but they do know who did it, and they say that uh, Mitchell knew her attacker, and the investigators say the stabbing was not a random attack. Although investigators know the name of the suspect, they have not released it publicly. A 92-year-old Otsego County man who had been reported missing was found by a state police canine unit. The guy left his home on Cheap Pen Road early Monday evening. He did not return. His family notified police Tuesday afternoon. State police, forest rangers, firefighters, and neighbors searched the area for the man. About 4 o'clock Tuesday afternoon, Trooper Daryl Denning and his canine partner, Ken, located the man about a mile and a half from his home. He had fallen down a hill and was not able to return. The man was taken to Fox Hospital in Oneana for treatment. Where news breaks first, this is News Radio 1290, WNBF, WNBF.com, WNBF News Time 808. Hey, Bob, when, is, uh, when are you going to have that gas guy back on again? The gas guy? Uh, oh, from that, GasBuddy.com. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, probably quite soon. I love to have him on typically about once a month, so yeah. he's almost due to be back on. Uh, I'm not sure if we'll get him on by the end of the week or not. If not this week, probably next. I was just curious to hear what his predictions will be about gas, as you notice it's going up. So It's weird, though, because yeah. some stations... Uh, will raise the prices a dime, and then a few stations will hold back. Mm-hmm. And, and to me, they seem to be having a little bit of fun at our expense with their little price yo-yo. Yeah, yeah, I noticed that. I noticed that. Anybody special coming up on the show today? Well, we uh, will be speaking live with Broome County Sheriff David Harder. We might also uh, be talking live with the uh, district attorney again, Michael Korchak. He was with us in the studio yesterday. There are some new developments concerning that shooting uh, in the town of Windsor over the weekend where the the guy uh, wound up being wounded his injuries were minor he had a shoulder injury um after he according to the initial account uh, fired a shot at a car that was turning around in a driveway well there are new developments he's been charged also i understand that he his injury apparently was minor enough that uh, after he was brought to wilson medical center he just wandered away and then he was out out on the street near the hospital, just in a hospital gown, so he didn't stick around for uh, very long for treatment. But now uh, I believe he's in custody, and he uh, has been charged. So we definitely will talk with Sheriff Harder about that. Great. Um, John Muzak will have an update on wrestling, wrestling returning to uh, the Oakdale Mall. And we we have a, a couple other special things lined up. All right, hey, well, we'll, Wednesday is a special day on, on Binghamton now. I, I call it the most special day, except for <laughs> Friday, Thursday, Tuesday, and Monday. It is. We're busy here, too, as well, with Joe Stanley coming up. In those, That's but, right. Uh, I, I'll be uh, anxious, just in case I I get in a, into a jam when, when I'm out reporting the news. I'll pay attention to what Joe Stanley has to say. There you go, because Joe knows. All right, thank you, Bob. Thanks for pitching in for Kathy this week, too. Appreciate it. Bob, coming up about an hour from now, WNBF's binghamton now and uh we'll check uh, we'll be talking with uhs for our stay young and healthy segment and you and the law with joe stanley that's all coming up catch the dan bongino show weekdays noon to three on news radio 1290 wnbf what a tremendous honor to announce the launch of the dan bongino show i grew up a fan of conservative talk radio so it's really hard to believe i'm here announcing the launch of my own show we've done some great work in conjunction with a loyal audience in the digital podcast space with the dan bongino show podcast and on social media and some of my work in the, at being a tech entrepreneur as well. But having my own show on terrestrial radio stations across the country is just an unimaginable honor for me. I grew up on a healthy diet of Rush Limbaugh, God rest his soul, Mark Levin, and Sean Hannity. Combine that with my experiences in the Secret Service as a Secret Service agent and with the NYPD, and I think you're going to have a really incredible show you'll be proud of. Thank you all. It means the world to me. I really appreciate it. And again, this is a tremendous honor to announce the launch of the Dan Bongino Show on stations across the country. Thank you very much for your time. Catch the Dan Bongino Show weekdays noon to three on News Radio 1290. 
Welcome back, Don Giovanni. Thank you, Doug Moser. So good to be back. I'm here with a great morning man. I'm a morning man. Bill Flynn's a morning man, too. We've got morning men all over the studio. You'd think we'd cancel each other out, but we don't. And we've got some great shows on the weekend, including right. your shows. That's right. I'm back in the saddle again. again. Every Saturday night from 6 to 9, you, me, and old blue eyes, Frank Sinatra. And every Sunday, following Bill Flynn's legendary poker show, from noon to 3, we have a big old-fashioned Italian house party with good-time Italian oldies. So put the water on, make some macaroni, have dinner with the Don. That's me, old brown eyes, Sinatra, old blue eyes, and you, Doug Moser. Yeah, me, old bloodshot eyes. Weekday mornings, 5.39 with Kathy White. And Don Giovanni on the weekends. And Bill Flynn, the legend. News Radio 1290, WNBF. Hey, it's Ron and Anian inviting you to join me Saturday afternoons from 2 to 4 p.m. for The Car Doctor. Helpful tips on repairs, how to avoid them, along with the best maintenance advice for your vehicle. The Car Doctor, Saturdays from 2 to 4 p.m. on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Join Bob Joseph weekday mornings, 9 till noon, for Binghamton Now. Interesting guests around the community, along with your comments and opinions on News Radio 1290. WNBF, Stay Young and Healthy, presented by UHS Primary Care, 507 Main Street, Johnson City. And in the Oakdale Mall, joining us right now from UHS Primary Care, Dr. Janice is with us. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. How are you? I'm doing good. The weather is heating up. I know we talked last week about some of the heat stuff, but uh, we wanted to talk about kind of uh, some things we really neglect sometimes, stretching and exercise. Yeah, um... A lot of people, yeah, I. the way I do it is I like to exercise and warm up and then stretch. There's two ways of doing it. You can either stretch right before you exercise um, or stretch like, you know, warm up a little bit and then stretch. And I, I actually feel like it's safer. It's a safe, safer thing to first warm up and then stretch. And when you do stretch, it actually prevents prevents injury uh, you know if you stretch warm up and then stretch you get a better stretch and it prevents an injury and then some people don't even stretch so then down the road it's easier to get an injury because you get so tight from working out without stretching yeah and this time of year too especially uh, doing any kind of outdoor exercising you want to be careful yeah, especially, um, you know, remember to bring your bottle of water to hydrate, um, you know, have the sunblock on or a nice shady hat um, or even a shade umbrella when you go walking. Um, exercise, exercising about five to six times a day for about 15 to 30 minutes is very beneficial for heart health um, and I think exercise in general is anti-inflammatory, so it decreases um, inflammation. It helps people with, you know, chronic illnesses and all that. Yeah, good point, too. And probably a good day to head down to the basement and use the treadmill down there where it's cooler, you know? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Dr. Janice, uh, I know you guys are accepting new patients always at UHS Primary Care. If people are interested, we should all have a primary care physician, and we all should have our yearly physicals as well. What's the What's the best way to do this if uh, they want to become uh, a patient there? Yeah, um, call us. We're located at 507 Main Street in Johnson City. Our number is 
607-763-6075. We're taking new patients. Um, you know, we do wellness physicals and, um, you know, just like urgent matters as well. So it's a whole range of stuff that we do at the um, at our family practice in yep. Johnson City. So. Yeah, so do not neglect your care. Make sure you take care of it. Always get those physicals as well. And uh, as always, we want to thank UHS Primary Care in Johnson City uh, and everything that you guys tell us every week. And uh, I'm sure we'll have another tip from you next week, Dr. Janice. Great. Thank you so much. Yep. Have a good day. You too. Bye now. All right. Up next, it's You and the Law with Joe Stanley here on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning. Catch the Dan Bongino Show weekdays, noon to 3 on News Radio 1290 WNBF. What a tremendous honor to announce the launch of the Dan Bongino Show. I grew up a fan of conservative talk radio, so it's really hard to believe I'm here announcing the launch of my own show. We've done some great work in conjunction with a loyal audience in the digital podcast space with the Dan Bongino Show podcast and on social media and some of my work in the, at being a tech entrepreneur as well. But having my own show on terrestrial radio stations across the country is just an unimaginable honor for me. I grew up on a healthy diet of Rush Limbaugh, God rest his soul, Mark Levin, and Sean Hannity. Combine that with my experiences in the Secret Service as a Secret Service agent and with the NYPD, and I think you're going to have a really incredible show you'll be proud of. Thank you all. It means the world to me. I really appreciate it. And again, this is a tremendous honor to announce the launch of the Dan Bongino Show on stage across the country. Thank you very much for your time. Catch the Dan Bongino Show weekdays, noon to 3, on News Radio 1290 WNB. Join Bob Joseph weekday mornings, 9 till noon, for Binghamton Now. Interesting guests around the community, along with your comments and opinions, on News Radio 1290. WNBF. Hey, it's Ron and inviting you to join me Saturday afternoons from 2 to 4 p.m. for The Car Doctor. Helpful tips on repairs, how to avoid them, along with the best maintenance advice for your vehicle. The Car Doctor, Saturdays from 2 to 4 p.m. on News Radio 1290 WNBF. If you own a small business, you know how hard it can be to find new customers. But now, Town Square has new tools that can help your business stand out and grow. Go to GetLocalCustomersNow.com for a free local market competitive analysis that will show you what other businesses in town are doing to find new customers and how you can do it, too, with Town Square. Plus, be one of the first business owners to sign up with Town Square and receive $500 in free advertising on this radio station. Start growing your business today. Visit GetLocalCustomersNow.com. GetLocalCustomersNow.com. You and the Law with Joe Stanley, presented by the Stanley Law Offices on News Radio 1290 WNBF. And we come to one of my favorite segments of the week. We bring him in, the man, Joe Stanley. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, Doug. How are you? Beating the heat, my friend. Boy, it's going to be a hot one today. How about you? I'm always full of hot air, people tell me, so it's no problem. (laughs) I wouldn't say that. Uh, (laughs) Let's talk about what's going on in the news. Uh, These Alexa devices, and you and I were just talking about this off mic. This is kind of weird. Yeah, uh, there's multiple lawsuits now, and there's one from a from a healthcare provider saying that they're always listening and they're overhearing confidential communications in the healthcare setting, in violation of HIPAA, along because apparently, in some states, it's not illegal to eavesdrop like Alexa apparently does. Um, um, you know, I guess. It's never really. I, I thought that this issue was been resolved. They claimed they corrected it, and that they're not really always listening uh, and recording the information. But 
you know, Big Brother may be there always anyways, and if it's not them listening, somebody else is. Yeah, you know, and I, I didn't realize that uh, if you put it on mute, they still can, they still can hear you? Yes, I, I think it has to be. I think you have to turn them off. Oh. Because we've got uh, cameras to the Blue Link uh, setup, we can look and look at cameras around our house through that as well. So they're, maybe they're spying on us too. Well, that probably is true. They're, those those images are being recorded somewhere now. The question is: Is somebody ever looking at them? Will you know? They're only looking at them until someone hacks into your system, right. And then looks at them. Yeah, no, I, I get you. But that's something yeah, that, well, interesting to see how that one turns out. Uh, and, of course, the fifth anniversary of the Texas hot air balloon crash that happened there. Now there's stuff going on. The FDA is not regulating something? Well, uh, the FAA, I'm sorry. I, mean, yeah, I might have said it. Yeah, uh, apparently the, the families got together again. It's the fifth anniversary. I can't believe it's that long ago. Yeah. And even though a statute was passed in 2018, it, the FAA has never implemented the requirements to license the people who operate hot air balloons and other vintage aircraft and uh, these uh, entertainment devices. And the, the law that was put in effect was pretty explicit, requiring that they had to get a license. They had to be tested. They got to be drug free, because the, apparently, the, if you remember, the, the the pilot of that balloon was was drunk or something, inebriated yeah. on either drugs or alcohol or both. And so, I certainly wouldn't want to be in a hot air balloon with a drunk pilot. No, uh, <laughs> certainly not. I know that that balloon fatalities are low, but still, you know. I mean, you know, you want somebody that's responsible. You're going to be in one of those. You're high up in the air. Um, carcinogens, and that seems to be a chronic problem now. With some... you know, there have been multiple drug recalls, uh, blood pressure medicines for one, with uh, carcinogens in them, nitrosamines. And I, I, this is something I just read, and I'm uh, bringing it to the attention. The, the this is the FDA is. is had to put a committee together to find out why this is a recurring problem with nitrosamines uh, coming up in amounts in drugs that are that are above the level of of hazardous and then you know nitrosamines are carcinogens actually nitrosamines if the listeners would know that's if you cook your bacon too much that's what's in bacon and mm-hmm. a lot of uh, you meat you you cook certain the meats and the levels of nitrosamines get to be very high that uh, are levels that are yeah. to be unsafe. So, you know, you uh, they don't know why they keep showing up, and obviously it has something to do with the manufacturing process, but hopefully they figure it out because yeah, that, you, you're taking medicine to get better, not to get worse, Exactly. <laughs> exactly, yes. Also, the NFL now, I, I was reading this yesterday in sports, finding uh, the Washington football team, can't say the R word anymore, $10 million dollars. Yes, I, I thought that was rather interesting for a toxic workplace environment. And, I, and the NFL is not known for being, you know, all that mm-hmm. liberal or enforcement of, of any work conditions for that matter. So one has to wonder how bad it had to be uh, for, that. you know, I mean, in the, in the football world, I guess $10 million is not a lot, but it seems like a lot to me. Yeah, it's been a rough year for them, too. They had to remove the logo and... Still haven't gotten a, a mascot yet, and now they're ten million dollars. It's a lot of dough. Yeah, so, but you know, I think those football teams make a lot of money. Yeah, oh yeah, I don't feel sorry for them. They do. <laughs> they do make a lot of money. Uh, six companies now uh, with this data breach thing that's going on. 
Yeah, I, I just read through today. There were six settlements, you know, different, you know, big corporations are settling their data breaches for millions or multiple millions. And, you know, it's just a warning that if you get something in the mail that you were part of a data breach and uh, join in on the class action, you probably should. Yeah, we almost all we almost all are because I, I, I there's probably very few people in the world unless they're off the grid who haven't been subject to a data breach. No, I know. And now Alexa devices are going to see me in my Bermuda shorts going into the pool. Yeah, you know? and they're going to hear all your deep dark secrets. <laughs> exactly. <dog>. Exactly. <laughs> they're going to have pictures of my basil. I don't even know how that's going to work. I won't be. <laughs> oh, I'm telling you, man. Uh, and then the the lawsuits, obviously, uh, on a serious note, with this uh, building that collapsed down in Miami. Yeah, uh, it, it, that's that situation as I talked about. I have I have a pretty I have a familiarity with with concrete and salt and 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 construction issues and with with these kind of communities. And apparently, there was an organization that, that specializes in advising these uh, condo associations, and they were named in this lawsuit. Um, and uh, it'd be interesting to find out what they do. Apparently, that's all they do is give consultant reports to these uh, older buildings and, and uh, give advice as to what they need or don't need. And, you know, I can tell you from my experience on condo boards, they don't want to know anything that costs money because the, the tenants or the owners don't want to have special assessments. And I, you know, I just read, Doug, you know, they, some of these older buildings, the special assessments are like, 80000 per unit, some incredible large amount of money that they have to pay over 10 years. I mean, the buildings essentially need to be reconstructed. So yeah. you get a condo that doesn't cost much, and then two years in, all of a sudden, you're paying more than what you paid for it in repairs. Yeah, definitely. Well, somebody's going to be paying out some dough on these lawsuits, that's for sure. Uh, Joe, if... Uh any, if people are interested in hiring you for services or they need some cons- consultations, uh, what's the best way to get a hold of you? Sure. StanleyLawOffices.com is my uh, website. Email Joe at StanleyLawOffices.com, and the phone number is 1-800-608-3333. All right. Stanley Law, together they will get you the maximum awards. Joe, look forward to talking to you again next Wednesday. Thanks, Doug. <laughs> Have a great day. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Here's Bob Joseph. Reporting live from the WNBF News Center in downtown Binghamton at 66 at 833. The forecast, mostly sunny today. Chance of showers and thunderstorms. A high 90. Haiti's president, Jovenel Moise, has been assassinated. ABC News reporting that it happened in the middle of the night at his private residence. According to a statement, Moise was attacked by a group of assailants who were speaking Spanish. The U.S. Embassy in Haiti is now closed. ABC correspondent James Longman says... Moise's presidency had been seen as unstable. Now, this is likely to plunge Haiti into further violence and chaos. It's been in the midst of a constitutional crisis for months. Powerful armed gangs have filled the void, and now COVID has brought even further misery. This is a serious turn for the worse for one of the poorest countries on Earth, and, of course, it's right on the doorstep of the United States. 
Weakened from a hurricane to a tropical storm, Elsa marching up the west coast of Florida now. ABC meteorologist Ginger Z is in Madera Beach, Florida. She says it won't be over once Elsa makes landfall. The threat for gusty winds and tropical storm force conditions with flash flooding extends all the way through Georgia, then South Carolina, so Charleston, midnight to 6 a.m. on Thursday. And then by the time it makes it to the mid-Atlantic and northeast, it's Thursday night through Friday that New York City will actually see impacts from Elsa on the order of the you know, 30 plus mile per hour gusts up into Maine. We'll be dealing with it through Friday afternoon. And the remnants of Elsa also likely to be felt in the Twin Tiers Thursday afternoon and Thursday night. The uh, eastward moving storm system will interact with moisture from Elsa and there is a possibility for localized flooding late tomorrow around the Binghamton area. City police are trying to find a Binghamton homicide suspect after a woman died of multiple stab wounds. Officers were sent to an apartment at the Saratoga Terrace Complex on the south side early Saturday morning. When police got there, they found 27-year-old Takesia Mitchell had been stabbed several times. She died at a hospital. The man who attacked her is not in custody. Detectives say they know who he is. And they're working now to find him. They say the stabbing was not a random attack. Although investigators do know the name of the suspect, that name has not been made public at this point. As Daniel Eggleston retires as the Binghamton Fire Chief, Mayor David has chosen an acting chief. Eggleston's last official day on the job was Monday. He retired after working for the fire department for 37 years. Mayor David has announced he's chosen Fire Marshal Alan Gardner to serve as the acting chief. Gardner has been the city fire marshal for the past five years. He joined the department in 1997 after studying fire science and paramedic science at SUNY Broome Community College. You may remember Eggleston last month sent an email to members of the fire department that he was preparing to retire. Mayor David thanked Chief Eggleston for his many years of service and leadership, which have helped establish the Binghamton Fire Department as one of the best in New York State. And we wish Daniel Eggleston the best. Where news breaks first, this is News Radio 1290, WNBF, WNBF.com, WNBF News Time, 836. All right, thank you, Bob. And joining me right now, as we always do on Wednesdays, it's a Workforce Wednesday. We appear into the infrastructure of our Broom Tioga Workforce New York Career Center out in the Oakdale Mall. They have several programs and services offered to uh, people looking for employment or trying to enhance their skills as well. And joining me right now is the Employment Training Coordinator, Aaron Monroe, is with us. Good morning, Aaron. Hi, thanks for having me. Well, you're welcome. Now, before we get into it, yesterday you guys had the Grand Slam Job Fair, and I know you you were able to pull that off. Uh, How was the turnout? Oh, well, you know, the weather was not easy on us, but we did have a couple pockets of sunshine, and we took advantage of those pockets. We had so many employers there. It was such a great event, really great atmosphere. We're definitely going to hold the event again so that we can have some more people come out. I think people might have been a little bit deterred by the rain, but we did have a good turnout, and it's a great place to have a job fair, and the people over there are so wonderful to work with, so we're looking forward to doing that again. Yeah, and you know, Aaron, the types of jobs, everything from manufacturing, health care, human services, construction, staffing, professional services. I mean, there were, I think Steve said there were like over a thousand positions available. 
There are a lot of jobs open in Broome County. So many really great opportunities for people in all different fields. We really are looking forward to helping people get into those jobs. And one of the things we talk about on Workforce Wednesday, Aaron, is some of the programs you have. And I know there's a couple you wanted to talk about, including the Opportunity Impact Training Program. Yes, that's the one I really wanted to highlight because we are recruiting for that program right now, and I kind of wanted to just run down a few things that I think that listeners should know about this program. So sure, go ahead. There are so many wonderful manufacturing jobs available in this community that are really, really good-paying jobs, and we are working with our partners at SUNY Broom to offer this class. This is a manufacturing training class. It's a three-week class that starts on August 2nd. And um, it is no cost to the participants. We also help to pay for transportation. So participants can either get a bus pass or we help with gas cards to get them to the training. And at the end of the training, those who successfully complete the class will get a locally recognized certification. And they also, this is the best part, they also get guaranteed job interviews with all of the employers that we have participating with us. Wonderful. And I'll tell you. I'll tell you what some of those are. Mm-hmm. So the the employers that we have right now that are signed on to participate in this specific training are Atcor, EMT Metals, Sam's Green, Triple Cities Metal Finishing, or CH Thompson, BAE, and Macintosh Labs. So some really awesome employers um, that we're working with and some opportunities for long-term employment. And Aaron, if people want to get involved in the Opportunity Impact Training Program, how do they do that? Excellent question. So space is limited in this class. So if you're interested in participating, please reach out to me as soon as possible. You can call me. Again, my name is Aaron. My phone number is 778 6440 that is a great way to get a hold of me. I can also give you my email address, which is pretty easy. It's Aaron, E-R-I-N, dot Monroe, M-O-N-R-O-E, at broomcounty.us. All right. And, uh, you know, we encourage people to reach out because, like you said, these positions, uh, this program fills up fast. So a lot of people uh, are looking for jobs right now. Others are kind of uh, waiting it out a little bit. And we've talked about this before, Aaron. We talked with Bob Murphy about this. Don't wait. If you even if you're collecting unemployment insurance and you're waiting for it, don't wait for it to run out. You want to get a job. You want to find one of the best jobs. And the best time to do that is right now. Well, yeah, and the best thing about this training program is that you don't have to have experience in this. We've done this manufacturing training program several times, and actually the last class that we did, we had a couple of students in that class that had no experience in this. No, um, you know, they some of them just had graduated from high school and didn't really know what they wanted to do, and they got involved in this training program, and now they are making a really good living, and they have a career path with growth opportunities. So. This is just a great time to take advantage of this opportunity, and um, I can't speak highly enough about this training, and I get to know all of the participants really well, and I'm just really so happy for their success. Kind of speaks for itself, Opportunity Impact Training Program. You exactly. know, pretty much says it all. Uh, and there was something else you wanted to mention? I mean, that's really the thing that we were hammering home. We will have um, more job fairs coming up. Please continue to check our website and our Facebook page for those updates. And also, I just wanted to remind everyone that our office is open. We're open for business, 8 to 4, Monday through Friday. You can walk in and see one of our counselors. You can call to make an appointment. Um, But we are fully open and um, really excited to help people with 
you know, their next job opportunity. Yeah, folks, this organization is here for you. They offer all kinds of programs for you to help you get back into the workplace, maybe change career, maybe you have an issue with resumes, mm-hmm. uh, whatever the case may be. And, Aaron, you can reach Aaron at 778-6440. And your email address one more time? It's Aaron, E-R-I-N dot Monroe, M-O-N-R-O-E at broomcounty.us. Aaron, appreciate you taking the time to talk with us today, and uh, we we enjoy our workforce job reports every single day, right around usually 845, but uh, we'll look forward to talking with you again. Excellent. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Have a great day. You too. Bye. All right, bye now. Workforce Wednesdays, Broom Tioga Workforce New York, broomtiogaworks.com is their website. You can check. is WNBF First News. Here's Doug Mosier. I'd like to be under the sea in an octopus's garden in the shade. He'd let us in, knows where we've been in his octopus's garden in the shade. And happy 81st birthday to Ringo Starr, who, of course, is lead, lead singer on that song from the Abbey Road album, Octopus's Garden. Happy 81st to Ringo Starr, who has his all-star band. And uh, generally, I don't know if he's still touring and doing stuff, but he's had some really good musicians uh, jamming along with him when uh, when he comes to town. He's been here a few times. And uh, I've never seen any of the Beatles. I, I'm jealous. Paul McCartney, a couple of times I had a chance to see him and uh, missed out on that. I would have loved to have seen Paul. He was my favorite Beatle. Um, and, uh, of course, well, the only ones left are Paul and Ringo. And I'm not even sure if either one of them are touring. Paul is 79 now. And Ringo's 81, so they're getting up there. The Beatles. Band leader Doc Severson is 94 today from the old Tonight Show. 94 years old. People are living a long time. And David Hodo, the construction worker from the Village People, you know him. He's 74 today. I was looking at... Uh, El singer-guitarist Warren Entner of the Grassroots is 78. I don't hear much at the Grassroots. I heard Bob play a Grassroots song one time on his show. Uh, I love the Grassroots. They are just one of my favorite bands. In fact, I just got just downloaded their anthology not too long ago. Um, Two Divided by Love, Bella Linda. You know, everybody knows Sooner or Later or Midnight Confessions. Uh, but there's uh, a bunch of other ones, Two A Million Years. Just a, a lot of great songs. Rob Gillen, uh, the Grassroots. A uh, fantastic band. All right, coming up in about fifteen or twenty minutes, Bob Joseph with WNBF's Binghamton. Now he mentioned we'll be listening. We'll be hearing from uh, David Harder, Sheriff David Harder, this morning, and uh, I'm sure some other interesting guests on the program. And of course, you'll have an opportunity to call in and talk to Bob about what's on your mind and what's going on. I didn't ask Joe Stanley about this. We were talking about the lawsuits uh, for the construction building. Those poor people uh, down in Miami. But that, that poor kid out in uh, Iowa in the water park uh, who um, got killed on that water ride, and his brother apparently is in a med- medically induced coma right now. You know? How do, I mean, Michael Jaramillo, 
is the kid that died Sunday from his injuries, 11 years old. Can you imagine that? His brother, I mentioned in critical condition, uh, a regulator has ordered an Iowa amusement park not to restart a popular water ride pending an investigation into this boat accident uh, that killed this young kid and put the other one. In, and, and he's not out of the woods, this other other brother. So they may lose two kids. Uh, this was in the Des Moines area, Altoona, uh, Iowa. And they have uh, voluntarily stopped operating. Well, they should. I mean, you know, first of all, who wants to get on the ride now? But uh, until they find out what's going on and what caused this, uh, they want to be careful, of course. Uh, But uh, what a tragedy. What a tragedy. And you go out to have some fun. You go to an amusement park. You get on a ride. You think you're going to be on the ride for about five minutes or so and have some fun and come back and go do something. And this happens. Wow. It's just, yeah. You know, you thank your thank your lucky stars, I guess, sometimes. All right, coming up the top of the hour, we'll check in with ABC News. And uh, Bob Joseph in for Kathy White this week. We'll get some headlines, and I'll be stepping in for him coming up uh, throughout this morning with the latest local news. Of course, you can always find more information at WNBF.com, the latest information right there for you, too. Weather-wise, today we've got mostly sunny sky, but showers and thunderstorms rolling in. But hot weather today. We've got temperatures around 90 with uh, heat index as high as 95. So we could see some thunder boomers later this afternoon as well. Right now, let's get a, an official temperature update. It is... Refresh this. It's 69 degrees right now. WNBF First News Time 852. We will wrap things up here in a moment. Get ready for ABC News and Bob Joseph. Bring them tonight. First News Bring Up Time. Welcome to First News Binghamton on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Here's Doug Mosier. You know, I was remembering uh, on this date back in 1949, Dragnet first appeared as a radio drama on, tel- on TV. I didn't, or on radio. I didn't realize that it never made television until 1967. For some reason, I was thinking it was on in the 50s, but apparently 1967 is when Dragnet uh, premiered on television. But back in 1949, uh, the police drama Dragnet premiered on NBC Radio. And Jack Webb, of course, the original and the one that was in the TV series, too. But Barton Yarborough uh, was the guy that played, what was the other guy? Friday and Gannon, right? He was the Gannon guy, the Harry Morgan guy. Uh, yeah, Barton Yarborough. So one thing I remember about that program is they talk so fast, you know? I mean, it was like you couldn't you couldn't really – maybe they had to cram a lot of dialogue in in that half-hour show. But remember, uh, Jack Webb used to talk real fast and sharp. You know, That badge pays $464 a month. $67.40 comes out for withholding. I give $27.84 for pension and 12 bucks for widows and orphans. That leaves me three fifty six seventy six. That badge is worth $1.82 an hour. So, mister, you just settle back in that chair because I'm going to blow about 20 bucks of it right now. <laughs> man, when Joe Friday was, was uh, grilling you, man, you listen with that voice especially, you know. <laughs> Dragnet on this day in 1949 appeared on the radio. So it's another case of someone returning some overdue books to a library. Make that returning some seriously long overdue books. Bob Alvarez of Methuen, Massachusetts, says he found the books in a wooden box in the attic of his family's home in Somerville as it was being sold in 2010. He took the box to his home and didn't sift through it until June. Turns out it held books that were checked out of the Somerville Public Library in the 1920s and 30s. 
Alvarez contracted the library or contacted the library to tell them about the tardy books and asked about late fees. I don't think I would have asked about late fees. Like 100 years overdue. He caught a break, though. The library says it stopped charging late fees as of July 1st. Imagine what the late, well, the, the, uh, late fee would have been on a, a book that was almost 100 years overdue. Which still reminds me of that Seinfeld episode, Mr. Bookman, where he was after Seinfeld for a book that he said he didn't return from, I don't know when it was, the 70s or the 80s. <laughs> oh, well. Hey, I want to thank the guests this morning on our show. Karen Sweet O'Neill from KSO Insurance Solutions for our tip of the week, letting us know a little bit more about Medicare A and B. I always want to thank the Miller Auto Team on the Vestal Parkway. UHS, stay young and healthy. Dr. Young's office, Dr. Janice this morning, telling us about stretching and working out a little bit and not to overdo it out in the sun. And, of course, Joe Stanley with you in the law. Joe always has some interesting information and lawsuits and things going on in the news. And Aaron Monroe was with us from the Broom Tioga Workforce Career Center to talk about their programs and services they have up there, too. So, And, of course, Bob Joseph for filling in uh, for Kathy this week. And Bob doing double duty this week. He'll be the host of Binghamton Now, as he always is, coming up in a couple of minutes after ABC News and headlines and I'll reciprocate and help him out a little later this morning with headlines as well throughout the day. So have a great day. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll do it up again tomorrow morning at 530 right here on WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.